Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of RoundNet Legends. If you're new here, I'm Mike White with Lefty on Two RoundNet, and RoundNet Legends is the show where we go all through the legends of RoundNet, the players, the stories, all kind of stuff like that. I'm really excited about the episode we have today um, because the guest, I think, hasn't been interviewed enough, and I'm really excited to pick their brain. Uh, the guest has had a ridiculous RoundNet career, tons of tour stops, wins, wins, four-time podium finisher at nationals, which is ridiculous, uh, and was featured on ESPN2 twice with Spikeball and maybe a third time coming up outside of RoundNet. He is a uh, wonderful fitness structure and an even better human being. Of course, I'm referring to Jarrett Rouse. Welcome, Jarrett. Oh, thank you, Mike. That was so sweet of you. Just bring a smile to my face. Dude, you're always building everyone up around you. You're such a builder. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on here. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you, Jarrett. Um, usually on RoundNet Legends, we just start at the uh, way beginning and go through their career with some questions, some stories. And we're going to do that, but Jarrett had an idea first. Uh, we are going to go through the history of Jarrett Rouse in RoundNet uh, via his jersey collection. So, Jarrett, take it away. Yeah. All right, Mike. Thank you. This will we'll, we'll touch on all my details and how I learned about RoundNet when I did all that stuff and why I've come to love it so much. But we're like, I, I had to wear the old school strange embrace tank top, one of our first ones we ever got because it's per Mike White's personal favorite. Actually, mm -hmm. you might have more than one favorite, but this is the first one we ever did. We're like, we need something uh, as we start to kind of establish ourselves on the scene. So Devin and I, we got these Jenna Coleman, the great Jenna Coleman designed our logo. So super jazzed on that. I don't know if you can get a little up close, but boom, just simple <laughs> white. Oh, this side does have the numbers on the back. Rouse. Got my baseball number 24. Now we'll go through. Then the first officially designed jersey we had because going into 2015, not many teams knew who we were, but we were like, we're going to go to nationals. We ended up getting power, uh, a power seat or a, what's a, <laughs> power into pool, a power, power pool, pool, into a power pool. Um, but we got these guys designed. One of, it's a lot of people's all-time favorites. It's got the netting in the bottom, the blue little swoosh there with the strange embrace logo, 24 on the back. Again, Jenna Coleman, she crushed it with the logo. Mm -hmm. So that's our first jersey oh, ever. Beautiful. Then from there, we did happen to get Elite the next year. So we had to update it with Spikeball's contract. And you had to get a lot of yellow stripes on here. But hey, still pretty dope with the Strange. Yeah. It's Boom. funny because at that point, I'm like, oh, Strange changed their colors yeah. to like blue and yellow. And it's like, and, no, they just had like, the yellow in. No, but it we had, to have, the, uh, we had yeah. to have the Spikeball Elite on there. Then the following year, we wanted to like go crazy. Very different. Now, these jerseys probably may have never been seen because they're a fail oh, so let's no. take this is like an old this is like a, wow. a strange embrace jersey you may have never seen so it's got the yellow stripes there but then it's like a beachy background with some palm trees mm -hmm. with some water um this was misprinted and the fabric it's it's the opposite direction so it doesn't stretch to the wow. side but it stretches up and down so when you put it on it kind of like <laughs> it feels restrictive so we didn't want to play in these but anyway there's the the alternate and you Strange got the logo, Embrace the Strange Embrace jerseys. logo. Yep. Strange Embrace logo. We kind of changed right here color. Wow. Little. Wow. Know, I've never pink, seen those. Pink I can't and, believe it. Yeah. This is fun, Mike. Look, even you haven't seen these. Oh, things. wow. Um, and so just I still strange. Have just strange. Just strange because yep. let's at go that strange. time, you know, let's go strange. And yep. we're like, boom, just the strange. Wow. Um, then we got them reprinted because those were failed, but we're like, let's, let's go back to our baseball roots. Mm -hmm. These only got a little bit of action at 2000. They're a fan favorite though. Um, 1790s. Yeah. These are the baseball unis, all white, 
the button logo kind of going on there mm-hmm. back to having strange embrace, but in baseball writing kind of right there. The yellow did, did these only so, get one tournament play? These, these only got one tournament play. Wow. The indoor, the indoor turf. And it's still some of that black stainage didn't really <laughs> come out there. of a white Jersey. That's the issue with the white. Um, and then the following year after, well, Devin was planning on getting some shoulder surgery, maybe even some back back stuff going on, but never really happened, but we ended up ending it. Um, and then I've teamed up with Preston. We got the Wabi Sabi. Mm-hmm. This is where a lot of people might know me now. They're like, who's strange embrace. Yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you got Jenna Coleman again, designed our little logos myself. And then you got Preston down at the bottom. Yo, yo. <laughs> can I get a Wabi? Can I get a Sabi? Yes, you can. They're all about the cash phrase. Um, yeah, always. 2019, old oh, Preston especially. Yeah. <laughs> 2019, I was with Travis Core. We were flexual healing, mm-hmm. like sexual healing, Marvin Gaye song, but flexual because we we're both kind of into fitness and just taking care of your bodies. Um, we have Marvin Gaye. With the yeah. singing this these jerseys were something my friend They're ridiculous we got jersey. kind of like the hearts with the spike ball we wrote a full parody um and i guess i can give you that the whole i'll give you the parody typed out mike so if you want to link it if someone <laughs> never fo- heard the full parody of flexual are hearing, you gonna make a music video um, we uh, we actually should have we never did but <laughs> our lyrics are in here oh my god they're all they are in the jersey the lyrics that, to our uh, parody um and then yeah so that was 2019 2020 didn't happen fun things are planned for 2021 i don't know if i can drop the insider information for you yet but i do plan on playing um so i'll, I'll wait on saying we'll anything more yeah, yeah we'll we'll see that's uh, but that's a fun way to start it. The history of yes, thank you. My, my jerseys. <laughs> that was great. You're, it's funny, like, right? The strange jerseys, out that they, they were very simple. And then Wabi and Flexual Healing just go a completely <laughs> yeah. different direction. Yeah, it's very true. Just everything going on. Yeah. That's uh, so Love that. Yeah. Which one's your stuff. favorite? Um, I think my personal favorite. You know, the baseball roots of this white jersey really get me. Mm-hmm. Um, but nostalgia purposes, probably our first jersey ever. It's just clean, crisp, yeah. nice blue. It's got the netting. So it looks like that that fades. This is probably the the OG yeah, favorite, probably, one. yeah. All right. Thank you. And let's now move yeah. into, into <laughs> one of the stuff. And of course, where we usually start, which is what was your first interaction with RoundNet? So first interaction with Roundnet, I went to Westmont College, which is, I live in Santa Barbara, so it's up here in the hills of Santa Barbara, stayed here. Why would I want to leave? Got the mountains, the ocean. Anyway, uh, I saw some people playing out in front of the library, and I was like, this was probably, what, 2011? And then I was like, oh, what is that game? That looks really fun. I want to know how to play. So learned how to play. I bought a set pretty much right after I learned how to play from those guys and me and my baseball friends on the team, we'd like, whenever we went down to the beach, we'd bust it out, you know, it'd get ultra competitive. 2011? That was, that was 2011. Wow. 2011, 2012. Cause I definitely, I'm thinking my first year in college was 2010 Mm -hmm. and I, yeah, yeah. They were playing on campus. Probably it was probably sophomore year. Wow. Um, saw it in 2011. We would just kind of play around on the beach days on off days with the baseball guys and it would get fun, like the match, the matchups we'd have and just people getting competitive. Um, 
and then Devin and I, so Devin Matson was my partner on strange embrace. We were probably like the more serious, like mm-hmm. ultra competitive, like people called Devin and myself, like summer camp champs or like just the yeah. backyard sport, the backyard sport Kings, like stuff that really doesn't matter. You're really good at. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like still ultra competitive, um, with round net. And actually it was 2013 was our first tournament. We were okay. still at Westmont on the baseball team, but we noticed, oh, we found out about a, a, a local Young Life uh, spike ball tournament uh, that was being held down at the beach, right mm-hmm. down from campus. So we're like, oh, we actually have that weekend off from baseball. So we were able to go down there. Fun mm-hmm. fact too, you might, I might have told you at one point, but our team name at that tournament was Heads on a Swivel. So our first mm-hmm. ever team name was not Stranger Brace. It was Heads on a Swivel. Uh, yeah, just came up with that. Was that something that you guys would uh, talk about while you were playing? Or is it more of a baseball term or, you know, do you know what led you there? It was more of like the way this, the game was of like always your head's on a swivel, you're adjusting, you're adapting. It was kind of just that, that a play on that. Like we're just very kind of athletic, ready to go on our toes, just like ready position. So. Mm-hmm. We couldn't, we didn't come up with something super clever at the beginning, but we, we went with that. Yeah. So, first so what was your first tournament experience like? It was on the beach. That was back when, so. Yeah, what were the rules? Were, yeah. Dra- yeah. <laughs> what were the rules? Um, <laughs> that's, that's even hard to remember. Yeah, right? I know. Um, well, drop serves were always a thing, but this is when they were frowned upon. So for those of you coming into the game, you're like, I love a drop serve. Like, I want to do it. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and back in the day, like if you ever dropped, people were like very upset with you. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, you, you can't also, do that. It's, it's funny. <laughs> so that happened so much over the years. Nowadays, right? Someone does something better than you. You're usually like, all right, cool. Good job. But like back yeah. in the day when someone did something different that was better and worked, you're like, dude, you're, stop being a jerk. Exactly. That's yeah. straight up what it was. Yeah. Um, it was so funny. So there was, I mean, besides for that, I, the lean, like people were leaning over six foot. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely, mm-hmm. even six foot seems. Oh, I think it was like probably, five at the time. Or, yeah, or, or there maybe was it wasn't even a, a distance. Closer. There might not even been a distance. It's just it might not have been a distance there, honestly, people might've just been serving straight. Like there yeah. wasn't much step mm-hmm. outs at that point. Yeah. Um, but this one kid had this dirty drop serve. And I remember us, like we were able to beat them in the semifinals, but like mm-hmm. that was close. Like we were getting pissed off with this kid who just kept dropping it. <laughs> Why do you think he kept getting <clears throat> you? Cause at the time, like you never played with it and it was still like, okay, technically, yeah, you can do it. But I was like, no, you, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> it was one yeah, of those technically, things. that's allowed, yeah. but... Yeah, it just was so frowned upon. Yeah. Um, what so else funny. happened that day? That was fun. It was on the sand. I mean, there was some good competition. At the time, the Guzman brothers, I don't even know if that sounds familiar to you, but we actually went to school with them at Westmont. They were up there talent-wise with McCarthy Industries. Mm-hmm. Very good players. Uh, and bum they never they didn't keep playing but mm-hmm. they they were very good talent wise we played them in the finals we ended up losing uh to them Devin got food poisoning the night before what <laughs> yeah so he was like he even said he like came and like could barely like get all up, day but he was still yeah all day he was still function like what it was comp- you know Devin you do yeah. not many people do but like ultra competitive so 
when it was like, I got to win, like he's mm-hmm. still going to give it his all. Um, yeah, just wow. different things like that. That was in the time too, when I had my hip before I had hip surgery and I had mm-hmm. like my torn, my labrum was still torn at the time mm-hmm. on my hip. Right. And so it was, it was healed. It was feeling okay. Like certain things hurt it, but I would definitely like feel it like twinge yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. um, during that. So interesting. anyway, it was really fun to play. That was yeah. our first kind of, our first kind of experience with it. Then we graduated 2014. We're done with baseball. We're like, what can we do to stay competitive and play? I started playing a lot of golf. And then I started playing a lot of round net. We were really the only two baseball guys that kind of kept playing. We found out about a tournament in Santa Monica, San Diego. So we traveled to these, these two tournaments and we're like, okay, we're athletic. Like we've been kind of practicing a little bit. Like we go there and our first tournament at Santa Monica, I remember like, Oh, Chico was there. And was that the, was it the the Santa Monica grand slam or just the Santa Monica tournament? Cause there's, you know, there's we, helpful. We definitely, were definitely at the grand slam. We were at nationals that year in 2014 too, yep. when it was in Santa Monica. Yep. Um, it, this might've been a pre pre grand slam. Okay. Tourney. I don't, I don't take. Yeah. Don't it's right. It doesn't positive. matter. It doesn't I'm, matter. I'm, I'm just tough. asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have the best memory, but regardless, like we get there, we play and frazzled navels. That's mm-hmm. Austin Fraker and Matt. They were like this really good team at the time too. Um, the beavers are there, I believe. <clears throat> anyway, we don't know any of these people. We're in frazzled navels pool, and yep. they just the way they're acting, you know, it's like, oh, they're they're the correct, like they know what they're doing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cuss. They're the sugar honey iced tea. Yeah, um, they know what they're doing, and I'm like, oh, who are these guys? And we just kind of roll up at the time, totally us, like we would wear our visors. We used to wear visors, yep, wore them backwards and flipped up. Oh, yeah, just total. Yeah. You know. So I, I want hey. to ask about that. So right, strange <laughs> embrace. So my first notion of strange embrace, I remember seeing just the 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 picture from West Regionals 2015, but more more importantly, Nationals 2015. Right. That's really the first time I kind of saw you guys. And you show up, you got the headbands, you got the glasses, oh, yeah. you got everything. Yeah. Where did that come from? It just progressed. Like we always were into like definitely baseball. Like you look good, you feel good, you play good, you mm-hmm. want to like look mad you want to match so we always are like we match with the visors at first we match with shorts at first so it was like shorts and visors then eventually like oh these glasses of the sick old oakley's here let me yep. bring them out for you yep. why not they're right here we got these oakley's they came out with a retro style that year and we're like oh let's let's get these they got our color on the rim we can totally rock them and so we used to wear these bad boys oh yeah right here the retros um with the backwards visors uh, and then eventually it transitioned to the headband because yeah. my hair was getting longer. So I was like, okay, headbands were on. That's um, so funny. You know, the style was always something we needed. We wanted to look good. Like we mm-hmm. wore the we wore the wristbands at one point yeah. like, at 2015 nationals, all decked out. I mean, it makes um, for great pictures. You guys got like, you look great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, um, but I will say continuing the story. Yep. Sorry, I'm probably rambling on for you. I'll try to finish up quick here. (laughs) So we play Frazzle Navels in pool play. We beat them. And we're just these guys that come in. And they're like, okay, who are like, these guys are pretty athletic. We saw that like they went back to like Skyler and we're like, these guys like blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear exactly what he said, what Austin said, but he was kind of upset 
but not like he's like it's pool play whatever like they beat us we end up playing them again in bracket play mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like oh we're too close on our serves oh this and that the like classic. everything came the out we're like, what? like yeah we played you earlier you didn't say a word to us why wouldn't you have said anything yeah. um and it became almost like early age call ball <laughs> well that, that happens so uh, much yeah. that 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 that's a that was a very common practice i think you know yeah especially definitely right, these were pre-official rule days right there there wasn't even really yeah. official rules there was like a one sheeter on spikeball.com you know yeah. and so um you know i'm probably guilty of it myself but you're like oh i'm losing uh let's let's be playing by the rules and you know yeah for sure. It's uh, uh that's, it's very uncomfortable though. It's really uncomfortable. So it got everyone. It got pretty heated. Yep. And Devin gets heated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm usually mellow, but even I'm like, dude, like what the heck? Yeah, right. And they just there was a lot of complaining there. They ended up winning um in the bracket play against us. Mm-hmm. But we were just kind of left with a little sour taste, like, oh yeah. what the heck? Like, okay, fine, like now we know we'll stand a little further back if that's what they're gonna complain about and like yeah do this and that go down to san diego have a good showing you know come back we're like okay we want to keep playing and luckily at the time we had a lot of good talent in santa barbara mm-hmm. uh that we got to meet like the ball blasters mccarthy industries right. um troy was in santa barbara with nick the buellton ballers <laughs> at the time then when preston came back from call like it was summer so like if preston was there yep. we might uh met him maybe not the first year but like eventually um so we got, we would always get beat by Chad and Kit, like the ball blasters, like, and then eventually we learned, oh, different strategies. And then eventually they can't beat us. And then yep. it's like, you know, we kept playing, we got to play with good people. So if you can play with good people, do it. I know that might be hard for a lot of you saying, oh, there's no one by me that's good, but that's what we were blessed with for sure to be that's able to get good thing. pretty quick. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, and being athletes, like you can handle it. And a good example of this is Ryder uh, right now, like, just being with Preston being the second half of how to round net mm-hmm. and literally just learning in less than a year. He's probably one of the best players there is on the circuit just because right. he's athletic and you're able to play with good people all the time. It, it yeah. can happen quick. So, so speaking of that, right. I want to ask, right. How much, like, I guess I don't know how to phrase this, but it's kind of yeah. crazy to think about like, right. It took you, if you think about it, right, five yeah. years to get to this point, right? Like to the point you're at now, maybe even like a few years to get to a great point. And now players can do it in like six months. And mm-hmm. I guess the thing is, is like, I don't, I also believe that you, if you discovered around it today, you could probably be really good in like six months, probably not as good. I think you've gained a lot over the years, but how do you feel about that? How like progression seemed to have gotten I guess, easier with more resources, better players, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's you're going to rise up to the level of play. Like if you want to be competitive in something, okay, how do I do that mm-hmm. for, for me and all the OG players, it was gradual. Like this was the meta. Okay. I got good up into the meta and now it's just growing with it. So yes, it's, mm-hmm. yes. It takes five years for me to get here because everything was evolving with there. me. Right. Yeah. 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 Now that the game's here, if you're coming in from here, you're like, okay, I can, I know what I have to do. There is more resources. Right. 
okay, boom, 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 boom. You're getting here way faster. Right. Rather than, oh, I only have to get here because that's all that I have to. People today are like, all right, you got to defend against cuts, jams, and step outs. In 2016, we're like, what's a step out? Right? Not like, yeah. no, no, what's a yeah. step out? But I remember, right, the big controversy was Bonin did this huge stance. So before oh, that, yeah. Kit, Kit Ryan did the huge stance and he stopped doing it because, similar to your experience at your, yeah. at your tournament, people were like, eh, you're kind of being a jerk. Right. But truthfully, yeah. it was the first time we ever dealt with a really big stance. And, and, you know, it always takes one person or a couple of people to push the game and then it adjusts. And it's, it's, it's funny, right? Like a cut serve yeah. comes up, right? Cut serves existed for like a whole couple years, maybe before almost everyone have it. And now it's a necessity. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. True. Yeah. Um, so it's, it was, it's just cool. I love that I've got to be a part of this sport and its growth. And at such, from such an early age and just seeing it grow, yep. seeing the equipment change, just seeing changes happen, more people wanting to play it. It's not just like a secondary option. It's more like, oh, I want to actually want to play this. Um, that year, 2014, like we did go to the nationals. Mm-hmm. That was, was it technically the second one? Did, did so you do a small one in 2013? Technically, it's the first one. But no, some people like to think it's the second one. it's the second one. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yes. So we were at that and ended up fun, like story and rivalry for those that don't know, we got to play the rookies in the round of 16. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. And at that point, there was no like season where you gained elite points throughout the year. It was, if you made top eight at nationals, you got to be spike ball elite. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh, we're right there. Like, come on. Like we can do this. We play Tyler and Ryan. They're babies. Like what they were, we're not, right? You guys are out of oh, college yeah. and they're, we're they're 18 year olds, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's still like, we're not that far apart in age, but at the time it seemed like, oh, these guys are just babies mm-hmm. and like we, we can take them and they handled us pretty well. Mm-hmm. Just they executed a lot of things that obviously we had yeah. not, we hadn't seen. Yeah. Uh, Cause that was still 2014. We're still mm-hmm. just kind of <clears throat> learning the game. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, dang, that was close. We're almost top eight. And, you know, seeing the big shots play, like Life of Mars. I mean, even Seth from Danger Zone coming out of Colorado, they were like a wild card, but he's got it. They they wore literally jean short shorts, like the shorts and shorts that are jeans. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They came out of nowhere and were like one of those random top eight teams. But watching Chico and Nashburg play and the Beavers, you know, it it was all super fun. Yeah. Uh, did did you follow along kind of with the, were you like in tune with the scene at that time? Not as I am now. Like I didn't know all the rivalry, all the details, mm-hmm. but as we went, I like to share this story too. Like it might've been national or it might've been the grand slam, like back at San, uh, Santa Monica, yep. Devin and I brought a hacky sack and like during lunch, <laughs> we're playing like hacky sack on the beach. Skylar comes up mm-hmm. and we, we know we're like, Oh, this guy's like a big deal. We don't really know him. So you hadn't really talked to him. Since not then? at this point yeah. not at this point and he comes up he's like dude i love hacky sack let me get on this we're like oh okay like you're we know you're a big deal kind of but like we don't know how much and he like yeah. plays with us and then we get like we find out like who they are you know how yeah. big of a deal they are and then we become we become friends with everyone 
pretty quickly in 2015 as we start to get good travel a little more all the west coast teams kind of know us now yep especially once you qualify for um the power pool yeah so so let's let's jump there so 20 let's jump there finals, yeah right so that really it's probably the big day that kind of kind of sent you through all this so um i guess so take me through that day were you expecting to to make were you aiming to get a power pool spot or yeah. were you just playing a tournament? We were. Yeah. No, we, we were. It was in our mind that we could do it. It was it was always in our mind. Even though, like, we never fully clutched up against Chico that much. Like, we always knew we could beat him. Like, it was mm-hmm. always that mindset of, like, we just – we were young at the time. Like, did not as much experience. Couldn't put it together. Yep. <clears throat> so, whenever we, like, fell short, it was like, oh, dang, why are we playing – like, play like this against them? Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, but – we knew we could compete with all of them. Yeah. And I believe it was, was it a double elite? So, so it was fight back for fourth. Yes. So, right. So you weren't guaranteed it. If you made top the semis, the set, the, 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 every team that lost in the quarters played, or, you know, it was five versus eight, six versus seven. And then the winners played, they played who lost the third place game for a chance to steal their spot. But I'm going to take a second and share to those viewers that are unsure what we mean by a power pool. So, well, back in the day, power pools were common because there was a big change. We didn't have premier, we didn't have divisions. So often the best teams would be put in a pool of themselves and given the top seeds. So at nationals, this was held as in the top four from each regional because uh, there were four regions, so 16 teams would be placed into two power pools at nationals. And given the top 16 seeds, there would be some crossover matches where other teams could steal their spots. But essentially, you were guaranteed a top 24 seed. So going into regionals, that's what all the talk was about, is who's going to get these power pool spots. Good clarification. Yes. Good knowledge bomb there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, again, we're kind of on the precipice. There's some other good teams. Um with buns and guns with chico handsome uh with tpc um team paul's classy vacuums you know there's a lot of good talent so we ended up having to play in that kind of for the fourth spot yeah i believe yes you did oh mike you you might know better than i I do you lost in the quarters and then you actually i believe preston and tom Okay, yeah. And so Preston and Tom made the semis the oh, no, and then lost, lost in the, the third place game. So I believe you faced Preston and Tom to steal their spot. That's what it was. That's mm-hmm. great. Because Preston and Tom did make it to the semis, lost, and then they still had to play us. Yep. And we beat them and took the fourth. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, that's why Preston was so good. <laughs> he's yeah, still, for he's still sure. Pissed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we snuck in there. Literally, no, no East Coast teams. No, no other region. No one really knew knows who you who were. We are. No one knew who. No you one. Were. No one did. And so all of a sudden, when it's announced, <clears throat> oh wait, Strange Embrace. Who is this fourth? And you guys are up there gets... with your with your headbands and your sunglasses. Yeah. Who is these <laughs> jocks, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Who are these guys? So. We end up, we know we go to, na- we go to nationals. Were, were you going to go super... to nationals if you didn't get a powerful spot? Good question. I think we had talked about it. I think we were a little bit more on the fringe, mm-hmm. but I also think we were going to go. Okay. Like it was talked about where it was like, 
uh, if we don't get it, is it worth it? Yeah. Um, but we also still wanted to prove something. Yeah. yeah. So we always were like, yeah. I think we are going to go regardless. So just take, we, take me for sure. 2015 nationals. Cause that was a, that was a big day. Huge day. This, um, getting to Nashville, it's, uh, what was this at? Was that Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Yep. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt college or university. Um, we have a full field. It's super awesome. We're in the hotel and okay. Prepping for the day, getting full uniform, got my wristbands, got the the, the nice jerseys, the head, you know, the headband, mm-hmm. um, the glasses, it's looking good. New cleats, you know, like we go to the field. This is when it felt like an actual tournament. And I say that now because I can still go somewhere and it feels like a tournament, but I'll go and it's still like, Oh, you're chipping with your buddies. Like it's a fun time. This was like serious, serious mode Mm -hmm. where we're still so new to the game. It's like, okay, let's go. Like we're just competitors. We mean kind of business. We know the West coast guys. So having fun with them and like wanting to like have all the West coast teams Mm -hmm. make it to the finals, um, make it to the semis. So it was, it was definitely serious mode. So like go hard. We, they set up the power pools, which was awesome. That means, you know, we're guaranteed these seeds, but we get really good games in yep. um, right off the bat. And so we get to play uh, origin, origin elite, which was Dylan and Mike. Yep. Um, and they are, and Dylan still ultra competitive guy. They don't know who we are. And origin is very, very hardcore at the time too. Yeah. Very hardcore. And I remember, and I remember his face and like, who the heck are these guys? Like, um, because Devin was infamously, I'd say he's infamously known for pretty much creating body defense. Yep. Yep. Um, I would say he's the grandfather of it. So just the way he'd get his body and down and low the hip thrust, <laughs> yeah. like he really created everything. Um, and Dylan, like they would just hit into him and I would be like right there across mm-hmm. and they were just getting so like, frustrated. What's this West coast nonsense. Yeah. And we kind of handled them in that, in that power pool game. Wow. And I kind of just saw the, he was like, what in the world's happening here? Yeah. Um, just very confused. And you can even ask Dylan. About right. They that, were like the number just, three team that year. And sometimes number yeah. two was debated between them and Beavers, who was better. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. We ended up getting placed um, in a crossover. Sorry, Spike Ball. You guys messed up a bunch of stuff. Like, <laughs> besides for like computers crashing and mess up for getting seeds, uh, putting in there, but we did a crossover. We win, end up having to, that doesn't count. We had to redo crossover game. Um, I still believe we won. Yep. Uh, we played, then we get into the bracket and this is fu- like, this was so fun too, because it's a bracket of 64. Yep. Like nowadays, like these tournaments, like you're getting 16 teams, maybe it just right. feels anyone, so much Anyone different. was in this bracket, right? There were the power pools for the top teams. Is, yeah. Everyone was in this bracket, right? Yeah, everyone. I don't even think there was so, intermediate. I think it was just the bracket, right? Or was there, there might've been intermediate. There might've been intermediate that year. But advance was still huge. Yeah. There was also yeah. uh, youth. Yep. Youth. And, and um, women's. And women's in that yeah. one. Yeah. Quick on the record, um, <laughs> you did lose to myself in in the in the power pool. Oh, we lost to you. Okay, yeah, 
we did lose to you so guys. put that on the record <laughs> they had on a the great record. day you know they finished in second we finished in t- the tied 33rd but we beat them in pool play <laughs> <laughs> but i remember i feel like i remember i don't i'm i honestly have an awful memory with this stuff so it's fun to try to think about it and like you might have such a good memory you could really remember i don't necessarily remember our game I remember coming out of it though and saying like, I know I, I feel comfortable like against you guys. I didn't feel like I couldn't win. I think we won in like 16, 14 or something. It was, it was pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. It was so pretty good. Yeah. For us knowing that going forward, it, it was still confidence. Like I think yeah. we could take them in a series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, we so, can get back to it, but we, that was just my, I yeah, need, I need anyway, to throw that like, in there we played the round of 64 game or you're like, Hey, the 64 team, this is intense. Like we're waking our way down the bracket and we played, I believe it was, um, might've been Tom Witt and Avery or at least Avery, um, some Chico guys yep. that were, um, what was their team name at the time? It doesn't really matter, oh, but oh, it was oh, funny. We played were, Avery. Um, and I know them. I know them. Yep. The Chico it was, guys. it wasn't, it wasn't Tom Witt. It wasn't Tom, Tom played was it? with no, Preston. No, because he played with Preston. Yeah. But it, so was it was Avery. It was Avery. I forget the other person. Sorry. Yeah. But yes. Um, 32, who'd you play? Do you remember? I remember the 32. rest after that, but 32, I don't know. Right, quick, in, in the memory, what do you think? What, were you challenged before round of 16? No. You don't think so? Did we play? We were lined up to play you, but you lost. Yes. So you were supposed to play us in 16 because in 16, you played McGinney. When did we play? What? So you might have to help me. When did we play Bol- Bolivia? So that had to be 32 then. Yeah. Okay. We played them in round of 32. Got it. Um, yeah. David and Gus, I believe we played yep. them. That was before and... kind of the, like, that was before they were really on the come up. They, be, they became yeah. Like, much stronger in 20 uh 2015 oh sorry this was 2015 yeah. no they were strong that year. they were strong they that must year. have been strong yeah but i remember there were some cheeky plays yeah. by david it might have got us a, ultimately we outlasted him but yeah i don't remember being overly scared um maybe just certain points like oh they got some stuff up their sleeves yeah um but just kind of athleticism kind of reigned supreme back then so I just, I think we outlasted them there. And then we played McGinney in the round of 16 where should have been you guys, but Hey, Alvino and his cut is his cousin, right? Yep. Yep. Steven. (laughs) Um, and just hit the ball hard and kind of did play different than other people. And they took us to three games and it was honestly a little scary. Cause this is back in the day. Anthony Alvino had the hardest serve in the game. Yeah, like nowadays you probably wouldn't whack it. But back in the day, yeah. it was like, oh gosh, every single time. Yeah. 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 He whacked it. So you went three with them, so I remember. Yeah. We, we went three. I think they honestly took game one and it was like, oh no, like who are they? like we can't lose to these guys. Yeah. Um, I felt like they were in like cargo shorts and like a random like <laughs> they that, definitely you, weren't as snazzy was so up as you crazy. guys. Definitely not as snazzy though. You just yeah, you wouldn't have. I need to ask Anthony this, but it's like you would have looked at them, you'd have been like, wait, they're playing in the tournament? Like, just the way they were dressed. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, so... Anthony will say it doesn't matter. Yeah. We got results, you know? I was definitely nervous. I had felt a lot of um, 
a lot of, of fear after I think losing game one for sure. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, we got to come out. So then we, we beat them. This was a fun uh, rematch. We played the rookies in the round of eight. And from mm-hmm. last year, we had gotten exponentially better. Yeah. Three game series, one of the longest games in history. Um, and this all being said now, it's our game starts at daytime, ends under the lights because the series is so long. Yeah. Uh, our bodies are just getting beat up. And you notice like the last point of that series is like, it's just funny to watch back like Ryan Fitzy like playing a ball that like you clearly, had to almost clearly like high. jump. Yeah. Oh, clearly high. Like he almost had to jump. And it's like, those are things like you played, you don't, you could move the net. Like you could, you know, things were. Oh, like there's one clip where Austin Fraker runs into the net, kicks it like four feet, picks it up and brings it back. And like, they just yeah, keep going just, with okay. it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just a lot of things are different, but yeah we ended up outlasting them and that was such a fun mm-hmm. series. So like well, um, obviously right you're you're stoked but kind of were you feeling like oh okay like this is awesome. Like I know sometimes when I've made a certain point in yeah. I'm like all right cool we did it. We got top 4, right? Like were you feeling like that or were you guys kind of zoned in like all right just just a couple more. We wanted to beat Chico so bad. So we're like I think we were really zoned in. Yeah. And then honestly playing you played, RIP. Uh, so the thing about Rip, like we played them and they had just come through all the West Coast teams, like beat T- TPCV, beat uh, Buns and Guns, beat or beat Handsome, Beavers. beat yeah. Buns and Guns. Like they literally just beat all the other West Coast teams. So if they would have beat the first three and then us and then, she, you know what I mean? It, it would have been, been a, crazy. A crazy historic just stat. Yeah. But we actually handled them r- pretty easily. Here's some drama about this series. <laughs> Brady, and I, now I'm, I'm a good friend with Brady, but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, oh, we were going to rock, paper, scissors to wear cleats. Guys, this was a legitimate remember, like, rule in the rule book. You could rock, yeah. if one team wanted to wear cleats and one did it, you could rock, paper, scissors. If you win, you have to, like, right, if the barefoot team wins, you have to take your cleats off. If the cleat team wins, the barefoot people play at their own risk. That was a legitimate rule. The next yeah. year, it's like, no, you're, you can wear cleats. But that was a re- real rule yeah. and caused a lot of drama with the West Coast team. With the West yeah, Coast because players. at that time, too, like they did it. They beat TPCV because Zach's ankle was really rolled. But with his cleat and support, it helped. But they had to take his shoes off and he could like barely play. Yeah. Um, then Devin being Devin's like, I'm not taking my cleats off. I don't give a crap what you, what he says. And like, luckily we won the rock, paper, scissors. So it didn't have to get to it, but like, yeah. he was not going, like Devin was almost going to be like, no, I'm not taking my cleats off. And Brady was so like, yeah, you're going to take your cleats off. Yeah. That's, that's two, that's two <laughs> um, trains coming right at each other. <laughs> anyway, we end up winning the rock, paper, scissors. We can wear our cleats and we handled them pretty easily. It was, it didn't seem, yeah. wasn't crazy. We're like, what? How the, well, just again, all your West Coast buddies tired how, them down a yeah. little bit. Funny how play styles just yeah. differ. Like you can yeah. play well against someone else. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, we get Chico in the, the finals. finals. You're in the finals. Here's, right? Yeah, here's where I was very pissed we didn't keep our intensity because we knew them and they're like, oh, Chippy, like we made it to the finals. I think that intensity of like we're proving to all the other regions who we are oh, we know these guys. Yeah. Um, we lost that 
like mm-hmm. extreme drive um and just didn't put it away like yeah. didn't play well it just mm-hmm. it, we didn't play that well so that was a bummer but awesome to make it to the finals when no one knows who we are <laughs> yeah well, what was um, it like because right you said this felt like the first tournament and then this legitimately had observers it had like a circle where everyone was watching there was a camera crew like what did that yeah. feel like it felt awesome like just being college athlete too it's like i like i like a crowd i like i thrive off that and i still do like when when the game's being streamed or when things are happening you're like and people are watching you're like oh Mm-hmm. you just play your best your focus is so zoned in so it was it was fun yeah bummer that we lost but fun day super long day i think i calculated it we played 23 or 24 games that wow. day wow. to 21 um now in a tournament you might you might get like 13 yeah. if you have a lot uh that being said my body this is a fun fact too. Like Devin invented pretty much the body defense. I was doing a knee serve. So literally I'm down on my knee. Yep. You can imagine this for, tw- for a whole day that dragged on. I'm serving from my knee, standing up. Every time. How, that's and killing you don't, your hip, right? And you don't, you don't, yeah. So you don't think about it, but I get the next day in Nashville, we're walking around. I could barely walk mm-hmm. around. Like my body was just destroyed. Yeah. I get back to work um, back in Santa Barbara the next week my glute like totally like strained like micro tear like my glute like mm. i couldn't work out or do anything for two weeks what? because <clears throat> that butt cheek was so strained mm-hmm. from lunging i i leaned down to get something and it just went <laughs> and so i was out for two weeks after what? that with a glute and injury with a glute injury um, my whole body was hurting but i wanted glute, to ask like, about that serve though <laughs> right where yeah. did that serve come from and like why did you what was the idea behind it right the idea behind it was i still felt like the serve percentage was high but it's lower it's staying lower mm-hmm. and so I was, I was like oh i can just change the angle of something and it it just felt i like being unique also so i think <laughs> just the fact of oh it was different yeah um let me confuse someone or let me you know it's just something slightly different mm-hmm. uh but it felt it felt cool it felt good to be down on my knee i felt again like i was keeping the ball Wait, it's lower it's a great idea right it's a great it's a great theory yeah it's a great yeah, theory, so but... I think it just it just kind of happened, rolled with it. But then, more for your glute. Yeah, oh, that day. It's just yeah. so much, cool. uh, so much round net yeah. was played. Right, so you talked about you really wanted to prove yourself at this tournament. You really wanted to beat Chico. I presume a lot of that carried over into 2016 because you guys traveled so much in 2016. Was a lot yeah. of that wanting to to prove yourselves to everyone else again? yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the only big bummer was that was how we started the year, like in San Diego, where we lost to Phenomena Bomb, which was Alvino yeah. and Cam Chizik. Mm-hmm. Like we just lost to them. And that was a big bummer because that was the start of the year. And everyone was like, braces. oh, the hype is not real. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, it was about proving traveling. We wanted, see who how many people we can beat and be the best at something um and that was the year we got a lot of there's a lot of third place tour stops i believe a lot of third places mm-hmm. um and this was before <clears throat> they gave out glassware cups like yeah. you'd get you'd get this guy for a second place you get 
you get these guys for first place, but there was no cup. You didn't Nothing have the little pint glass. Yeah. Um, and we got so many thirds. This is just a random sidebar. But the next year, when they came out, they with added them, them. We're like, why wasn't this here last year? We would have so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. But it was just about, yeah, proving ourselves, showing up, still thinking we can be the best, mm-hmm. um, getting to nationals, feeling confident. Honestly, like we had been training with Troy and Preston all the time. That's a, that was my um, question, right? So I think the notion was that you were, is that really was the case that you guys were playing? Oh, yeah, all the time? we, we, we yeah. played all the time. It might have started at like they would beat us more often. Mm-hmm. then there was a streak of like they could not beat us really? in our in our practice games they just could not beat us um and then maybe they like could beat us a couple times from what i remember uh and so when we get we play them in the semis we're like hey we'll have another shot at chico like yeah. kind of not yeah. thinking they'd beat us um troy just brought out the cuts of like pretty much yeah invented a cut serve like he had it he always had it but holy cow he just hit this yeah. most insane serve at the time and it just jumped a combination of troy acing i know myself a couple of times the biggest point was devin and i miscommunicating literally troy got this sick on like he dove mm-hmm. away from the net just boop, popped it it just bounced super easy like a little gentleman's tap on and it was literally in between Devin and I, and we just let it drop because we both thought the oh. other person was getting it. Oh. That that changed all the momentum. Then it went to a game three, and you know there was extras in there. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. but like they won. But I just remember like Troy popped off in game three of the serves. That one little error on us, momentum wise, and yeah. they end up they ended up beating us. And oh. we we knew though we both of us were like, no matter who wins this, we're, they're going to beat Chico. Yeah. Like we were, we were so driven on that. Yeah. I think we would have beat them uh, as well. Yeah. Like selfishly. Sure. I wish we would have gotten there, but also watching their rallies. That was a six series. That was, that was, <laughs> that was a, such a six series. But, but wait, so going back though, you did beat Chico that year. We beat Chico. You did. But, but you did. Didn't you guys beat them at Santa Monica grand slam? But then you lost in the finals. Oh, but you you're did right. Beat, you did get because it because we lost win. to what did we, we do? Lost, we lost to Dylan Vengeance. And, yep. We lost to Vengeance. Dylan and Chris. You're right. You got you're the right. Chico that was win. A big bummer. You got yeah. the Chico win though. So like, right? You were coming into this also like we can get them. You know, right? Yeah. You had done it before. Yeah. Yeah, but I missed, um, that was a, a I'm sure a big bummer as well. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up all these memories. Right. No, yeah, no. 20, um, 2016 was an is a awesome. Great year. It was an awesome competitive year. Yeah, yeah. We would have had Chico at San Francisco when it was raining and wind blowing oh. 40 miles an hour. That was crazy tournament. We would have had him too. All time. We yeah, <laughs> we because we Devin and I were so in the mindset like, oh, we love the wind, we love the rain, we're just gonna be butter. Like that's where our buttery wind sets, buttery mm-hmm. wind sets came out. Cause we just were like butter in the yeah. wind and the rain and Chico, we beat him 21, 10 game one. Uh, like it was easy. Mm-hmm. Then game two. Oh, 
wind stopped. Oh, like the rain lightened. Oh. And it was crazy the difference. And then they beat us like 21-18 and then like 21-19 in game two or game three. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why did like if the wind kept going, we would have smoked them. But yeah. like they just they ended up oh like certain things like that. Like couldn't couldn't be couldn't clutch up a lot so of the times. Close. Yeah. I'd yeah. say a lot of my career is like just not clutch enough. Yeah. <laughs> but like You're so good. close. Just not just not clutch yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh but yeah, 2060 Nationals was super fun as well. I mean, a lot of good storylines from that. We played Nashburg in the third place game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, beat them very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did I'm not sure. get to the finals. And you're, you're watching over the finals over there. And yeah. 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 Sorry to put your heart through this again. Oh, no, it's okay. But, all right. I'm going to tangents to a couple questions yeah, that I have more generic. So, I don't want to get into like a, a hard work versus uh, natural talent debate, but right, you're you're known as one of the best defensive players and kind of always were. Was that due to some conscious effort, or did you have kind of a natural knack towards it? Maybe I would say natural both. knack. Yeah, I would say that nat- definitely makes it both natural knack. Though, like I was a catcher in college baseball, and for me, just getting around a ball or tracking a ball in that's what I did (laughs) every day time and time again so it kind of came natural uh and a lot of hard work too like we played a lot we trained a lot uh defensive wise back then like the amount I play now is crazy low compared to what it was like we played so much yeah and just like trying different things learning how to rotate and get around and create defensive schemes Devin and I did so you know, it was a lot of hard work, but also I think us being good college athletes and at the time the sport mm-hmm. didn't have just like, oh, athletes were playing other things. So like when will round net become, oh, the good athlete wants to play that first mm-hmm. rather than, oh, you were a good athlete at something else and then kind of came on to this. Now those are the best players. Mm-hmm. If you just come to this, you're not going to stand a chance against maybe at an athlete. Yeah. So for us, just being naturally athletic helped. Um, yeah. helped a lot because like mm-hmm. we could compete decent right away. But then again, it's refining the skills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I say a little bit of both. I love, mm-hmm. I just say so much practice of tracking a baseball and, and moving and, you know, getting yeah. your hips around stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really makes a difference. So, so that remind me, so there, there is one thing that you do that I don't really see anyone else do is, after a mistake or a miss or some sort, you will redo the motion, rather you'll, you'll kind of do the swing again, or you'll, you'll do the extra step with the ball. Um, if yeah. you know what I'm talking about, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. It's just body, it's body, mecha- like the body mechanics, but the, the muscle memory, like what, what did I need to do? Oh, just get around a little more. Mm-hmm. And if you just do it a little, if you keep doing it, I mean, my mindset's like, Oh, hopefully now, next time I'll do it because mm-hmm. I'm my body's now oh for me I'll like get in this it's is a weird like tournament thing but for some reason I miss a lot of serves in tournaments so I'm like hey no you really just have to keep this front shoulder down keep your eyes down and, mm-hmm. and you know like it's reminding yourself of the little things um mechanical wise that can really help you succeed and not mm-hmm. letting a moment get too big yep 
so that's probably why I keep, I do those little things repeatedly. Yeah. So, um, 2017 as well, we don't get into the, the whole season, but you did play with Devin again. And we've mentioned before, he was, he's very serious, a lot of yeah. intensity. <laughs> um, you know, what was it like being a partner with that for, for, for three years? Yeah. Four years. So Devin and I, I mean, he's still one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. He's in my wedding, my wedding party. Um, as I only have three guys and they're all my best men. <laughs> so it's like my <laughs> three best men, you know? Um, but Devin is, we were, you could call us 50% the same person and 50% complete opposites. I always describe us as, as that yeah. when we're on the same page and things are going well, you know, it's like, Oh, this is dynamic. When you're, when you're not on the same page and his intensity like goes a certain way, goes South, it, it were polar opposites a yeah. lot of the ways. Um, so it was tough. I would say it was taxing at times, especially like we played a lot of pickup, like him and Preston would just get at it. <laughs> and it's just so annoying yeah. that I got, I kind of got at the times, like I was just sitting there like, Hey, let's play, let's play. Let's, I would do all like this. Let's play, let's play, let's play. Like they're mm-hmm. just arguing or complaining. Mm-hmm. And a lot of emotions were, were thrown out there that, I didn't love to be around. I was like, yeah. this is, this is silly. Um, so I, and Dev and I lived together for the longest time too. And I've noticed that when we have a little bit more space between us, like when we're not direct roommates or when we're not this and that, like things are better. But when you're together all the time, that's when you get that 50, 50 and you're going to get to the mm-hmm. bad side. Yeah. Um, certain times where we just don't quite agree on certain things. So I'll yeah. say, he's one of the most energetic competitors though. And you can't find a guy who like wants it more. Yeah, that's for sure. I personally think like it takes a lot out of you <laughs> to, to, for him or for you for, I think for me, just mentally, like being with someone like that intense mm-hmm. and he'll tell you like, I, 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 maybe I'd say like the main reason maybe he didn't play with anyone else is I'm able to channel his energy and like, you know, handle it well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe other people it wouldn't have gone as well or meshed as well Mm -hmm. um so that i think that's definitely a a part of it so on the other side i also think that you know you have have had an incredible positive attitude and, and a charisma and you know i has has that, is that something you've kind of uh, developed over the years on purpose or i guess my question again is it more of a natural thing or you know where where does that come from Um, it's definitely, it's both, but I think it's created it. It was one of those things where, you know, I come out of college, I start like this, just training career, getting into fitness and the gym I worked at, um, at the time, you know, we were always just very positive, very uplifting, like body body positive, you know, good self-talk, positive self-talk, all this stuff that when I'm, I'm around it 24 seven, I'm ingraining it into my clients and motivating people with it. Like it just happens. Mm -hmm. And so it is work because I'm around it all the time. And I'm consciously reminding myself of different thoughts. Like you want to get rid of the negative self-talk, like the stuff where you like, you might serve, you're like, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. Like you got the, it's a really good, I was just surrounded by it so much Mm -hmm. Uh, mindset work, but also body positive work. Also just loving who you are and loving other people. And so like that, it's who I was, but also I was around it so much that I got even more about that. 
and yeah. you know yeah it's like everyone everyone's got something going on listen to their story like you know you have you have to listen before you speak sometimes and hear someone out like someone might have something crazy going on and you, you can't assume anything like you you really can't so least i can do is i can control my energy and i can control my response to something mm-hmm. so i'm going to try to control it in the be- most positive best way a most uplifting way possible yeah. that's for sure i love that and i don't know if you're familiar with right very similar to the this is water uh speech um and if people haven't heard that i'd recommend uh, researching it it's similar to kind of what jared was just saying uh, there um I think I've seen that also translate a lot into your round net game. And one thing in particular, right? 2017 nationals was on paper, your worst performance. But for me, I actually think it's the one I'm most impressed by because right at the time, right? You injured your, your right shoulder, not long before that. And Jared showed up to nationals 2017 with a complete arsenal of lefty serves and, and like, you were getting aces with a lefty serve yeah. that you did not have before. And I don't really have a question here, but like, to me, like that was like, Oh, right. Jared's Jared is really the real deal. Right. A lot of players would have just not played. Right. Or something like that. But, but you, you clearly worked really hard to, to continue that spot. So the thing I'll say about that is the weekend, literally the weekend before 2017 nationals, we played in like a warm up tournament for Corey Heck that hosted it and yeah game three of the finals I did an awkward push shot and partially tore my rotator cuff and at the time I didn't exactly know but it was 50% torn and being that newly of an injury like I couldn't swing like I just couldn't do it so I was like well crap like I have to do a lefty so like just practicing the lefty and like you said things come around that push the game I honestly think me having to go lefty started everyone and Preston starting to hit lefty more because I had to hit lefty more like it was that pushed the game now everyone's ambidextrous if you don't have a lefty and a righty serve like you're you're kind of no one Mm -hmm. or not you're no one you can be good (laughs) still but like it's almost you need both yeah and it's it's most people have both so it's funny because I think I was one of the reasons that injury was that I pushed the game. Like I had this good backhand all of a sudden I was able to get these lefty serves on. They were pretty dang good and people didn't see as many. So it kind of worked out in our favor. Mm-hmm. That being said, I could still, by the time Nash that week came around, like I couldn't full swing. I couldn't like extend, but I was able to still kind of like babe, like keep my elbow in and like yep. use my right hand a little bit, which was nice. Um, but <clears throat> that whole day was crazy. Not having an indoor space ready <laughs> in case of weather in yeah. Chicago, uh, then playing in an indoor space where we couldn't wear our cleats. The nets were like only yay high. Every ball's hitting a net, you know, it was super tight. We literally go four and four in pool play. Cause you know, Devin oh, was frustrated with the conditions. Yeah. We're, we're, we're slipping all over the place. Patrick Drucker, shout out to him. He went during the lunch lunch break i wish it was dinner break because it was so late by now um went out to a local like retailer and like got us indoor cleats and picked some up for us during the break during the break so then wow. it we came out round 64 like play these guys you know it was just so better we're like oh my gosh we can move again like we're not just sliding yeah. um all over the place 
And just because we went four and four, had an awful pool play, our seed was awful. It got stacked up where we played these guys in round 64. We played Golden Set, who like had got like the one seed somehow. Um or something like that. Maybe yeah. not. No, but it was really high. They were really high. They were a high seed. Really high. Yeah. Maybe the eight. No, yeah, it's something like that. But we yeah. we had to play them and for, right like away. Yeah. And we beat them and they were just super frustrated. As they should <laughs> and, be. You guys were like the, the, right, yeah. the 40 seed or something, right? Yeah. Like we got a bad seed and the, everyone, all these teams are like, you should be up high. Like, why yeah. am I playing you this early? But again, I didn't really have a right arm. I wasn't yeah. serving righty. But then you um, played Skylar and Buddy. Who they beat played, you a month before, right? They beat us a month before in regionals. Um, and yeah, everyone wanted to see them play CS, but it was just everyone felt like they were on one side of the bracket. Like all, like all these teams are over on the left side. So we played them in the round of 16. We ended up beating them in three mm-hmm. games. Then we played CS in the round of eight. Uh, we take them to three games, but they win. Uh, one of those things where you know we could have almost potentially <laughs> beat them there too mm-hmm. they go on and winning it and ruby yep. almost had an awesome upset too <laughs> yeah. it was cool to see them uh but yeah so worst on paper for sure but pretty crazy circumstances behind it but it's yeah. again like you said it's i appreciate that you said i'm the real deal but just finding ways to make it work sometimes you have to mm-hmm. you have to just find a way and yeah. keep competing yeah no, I, I've always been impressed with your competitive mentality. I remember, I don't even know what the circumstance was, but I was kind of telling you just some rule situation. Like the way that was, you guys maybe should have like lost a few points or got DQ'd or something. And you were like, okay, DQ me. That's fine. And I was like, whoa, that oh, is yeah. not the reaction I would get from, from 99% of, of people. And, you know, and I was very was this because we were waited too long? What was this for again? I think so. I think it was something like that. I think it was like you guys took too long at the, like during the break or something or too long in between games for some reason. Yeah, um, there was some reason like that, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm always been a very much of a rule follower, Mike. So like the sense that I wanted the sport to be legitimized, if you're not going to enforce it, you're not legitimizing the sport in my eyes. So mm-hmm even though, yeah, sure. I'm a top team at the time. I don't deserve charity. Like you should, I'm like, great. Make forfeit. I'll forfeit. Like make me, yeah. yeah, DQ me because I want the sport to progress and great. We messed up. Like we have to be able to follow the rules. So I've always been a proponent for that. There were times when this happened in Nashville in 2019. I don't know if, 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 something like that. Like Travis had to use, like had something issues going on. We, had, we were delayed and I was like, you, you can DQ us if you really need to. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it ended up happening, but I was like, Hey, you can. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. But just I'm impressed that you can take it that way and, and think that way, you know, think about it a little outside of yourself for it. So I commend yeah. you for that. And I just wanted to mention it here. Um, I guess for my last couple questions, while we wrap this up, don't want to take way too long, although I'm yeah. very much enjoying this. I want to ask if um, if one year, you've been playing for so many years, did you have a, a favorite season? 
I think 2017, honestly, where we traveled, we got a lot of first places. That was like, oh, we're really coming into our own. Like, mm-hmm. that was a really fun. It was a fun season. I remember just that was fun. Mm-hmm. Of course, it didn't end the way I wanted to, but still, like getting now knowing a lot of people in the community, you're traveling all over. You're getting to stay with awesome people, meet new people as well. Mm-hmm. I think 2017 was pretty, yeah. pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then so truthfully, you know, I was. In 2020, you were planning, correct? You were planning on kind of, you were doing a little thing maybe, but mostly planning on playing some kind of mashups, you know, no official team. Yeah. And so I kind of, you know, you say you got some fun stuff coming 21, 2021, which I'm excited about, but I kind of wanted to see like, did your mentality change over the years as competing? Like at some points, what did it feel more of a, you know, a competitive outlet or more of a hobby compared to like, this is my, I'm driven in this sport. I want to do well. Like, did it change over the years? I would say probably recently as I've like gotten to a certain point. Now it's kind of like, okay, I've gotten to this level. I still love to compete in it. Maybe I'd consider it, yeah, a hobby at that point. Um, But for me, what keeps driving me is like, I want to be able to say I'm one of the best players at something in the world. Like that seems so cool to me. So I keep driving and pushing myself to keep playing and try to get better for that Mm -hmm. reason. Like I never want to like, I want to keep myself. I mean, I don't know where I'd rank myself now in the top players because there's some crazy good players out there. And again, the way the game is played is just different. Um, But at least I feel like I'm still a top 20 player. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) even if I'm not a top 10 player, um, just just be somewhere in the conversation, right? yeah. Yeah. Like, still say I'm one of the best um, and arguably like still get spike ball elite. Mm-hmm. Like I want to try to compete for that. And, yeah. you know, um, so it's a hobby, but also yeah, something I drive for because I love to be the best mm-hmm. at something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Outside of playing, are there any other avenues in round that you've thought about like coaching or, commentating or anything like that or are you more focused on just just playing yeah I still love playing I I honestly love using a lot of my time my free time and stuff to play or play golf or do stuff that as as a young able body like I can do now mm-hmm. like I don't know like you can you can do a lot of different type of work for a lot of your life but are you going to be able to compete at this level for your whole life probably not <laughs> One of my goals though, is to, you know, stay fit enough and be able to compete at a decently high level for a long time. Uh, But I think it's, I have a pretty good sense of kind of work life balance. And I realize the importance of doing activities that I love and that can challenge myself in those ways now when I'm Mm -hmm. able to, and it's fun to still try to push myself to get better certain things when I have the ability to. Um, Yeah. So, sorry, what was your question again? Oh, you nailed it. <laughs> sorry, I love what that. Was the question again? I love that. Um, uh, funny, I'm going to wrap this up now. Although, guys, I also had questions for like all of 2018 and 2019, but uh, you know, maybe we'll be back for a part two. But we gotta, we got we can't be taking too long here. So we're gonna wrap uh, it up here. <laughs> um, lastly, although I've been high on the Jarrett compliments, I just also want to say, you know along with your, your charisma and your mentality, you've been a great ambassador and representative of the sport. 
And I think that's, you know, helped the sport go a long way. You also just look great on the box, which is a whole different thing. So <laughs> I want to commend you for that. I think you've been a great representative for, uh, for our sport in the past five years. So thank I love you. being on the box. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so that's all I have though. I enjoyed this. Um, is there a place uh, listeners can find you or something you got to plug? Hey, follow me at Jarrett Rouse on Instagram. Um, fun things too. I'll share. I'm a new ambassador for this company called Stamina Pro. These are like fun little sample packs with me on it. I'll put that Pretty up. Cool. I don't put know. it up. Put it up closer. I think. Hold on. This. Oh, I think it will the work with the light. Gonna, oh. Oh, we on. got that. Wait, maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. look at that. See that? It's the real anyway, deal. It's, it's the, the real deal. deal. It's the real deal. Coming from the real but, deal. <laughs> yeah. These are again. They're here's another like pack. They'll, they kind of look like there's there's different size patches, but there's like these big patches you can put on your body. They're anti-inflammation. They're anti-pain patches. They work wonders and it's all natural. So they capture the electron profile and it like, then when you put the patch on, it kind of goes into either your joint or your muscles right there. Mm -hmm. It's equivalent to like 600 grams of ibuprofen or sorry, 600 milligrams. <laughs> 600 <laughs> You're grams. just shooting up ibuprofen over oh here. Oh my gosh. It's, I mean, it's like if you took two or three yeah. ibuprofen, but it's kind of like localized on where you put it and it's all natural stuff. I absolutely love them. Um, I wouldn't support anything I don't love, but I wear them every round net tournament on my neck, on my traps, on my shoulder. So for sure, it helps me a lot. Um, but if you want to check them out or try them out, you can, I'll give my, my link, but uh, stamina pro nation slash Jarrett Rouse uh, on there or not. Yeah. Dash, not dash, <laughs> we'll, slash, we'll get slash. I'll get you the link. We'll get go you check the it link. Out. Order yourself a, a free sample pack. Try them. Yeah. See what you say. That sounds um, so cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, nothing more to plug, but you come follow me on Instagram and have some fun. But thank you for having me, Mike, and I, and I appreciate yeah. being here. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, wherever you're listening to this, uh, please consider subscribing so you don't miss the next one. Um, we got a ton of cool stuff coming, and I don't think you'd want to miss this. Um, we also got a lot of other stuff going on on Lefty on too. So uh, check out, if you're on our YouTube, that's where most of the stuff is. Uh, check it out. We also have a new website, leftyon2.com. Um, so thank you. And then what Jared plugged is Instagram and the link I will put in the description uh, for you as well. So definitely check it out. Let's go strange. Let's, Let's go, go strange. strange. Let's go strange. We didn't even talk about the the, the uh, first ever round that chant. Let's go strange. Let's go strange. First ever main chant. Oh, I love Scott that. Rouse, my dad, just super loud guy. Yeah. Just let's go strange. Is I, I hope on, Scott baby. Rouse comes back so more people can know the the legend yeah. that is Scott Rouse. <laughs> yeah, That'll be great. I'm sure he will be. He'll try to get to anyone he can too. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Awesome. Again, thank you again for listening. Thank you, Jared, for being on. And we hope to see you guys next time. Mm -hmm.